Welcome, everyone, to the Grit, Give, Recognize, Implement Time podcast, the path to empowerment and overcoming negativity. I'm your host, Stephen Nathanson, CEO and founder of Strive for More. It's a world-class coaching agency, and I can't wait for what we have in store for you today. So let's go ahead and dig in. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Grit, Give, Recognize, Implement Time podcast. I'm your host, Steve Nathanson, CEO and founder of Strive for More. And I want to follow up the last conversation we just had on how do I help others be as motivated as I am with a very similar topic. It's a question we get is, and other people are lazy. How do I deal with that? We can have that perception of people just don't want to put the effort in. They don't care. So very similar to last episode, I always do like to start is, you know, what gives us that impression? Because oftentimes there's a lot more that goes into that expression of someone is lazy. That's just a general characterization of it. So what actually leads into that for us? What's giving us that impression that they are lazy? These are good things to know because when we start talking about how to actually deal with it, it starts breaking that apart to understand more fruitfully what does them being lazy actually mean? What feeds into it? What are these specific, say, actions, mindsets, statements perhaps that they make that feed into this for us to actually start addressing and then be able to successfully address? Very similar to last time as well, when we talk about motivation, each and every single one of us has a different level of motivation, just as a different level of productivity, output, uh, I'd say time management, effectiveness, efficiency. So with out sounding like a broken record from the last episode, all of that I think is applicable as well here. How do our own perceptions, how does our own product production, our own standards, our own level of efficiency play a role into this? Because again, when we talk about other people being lazy, there often is that natural comparison that happens of here's what I'm doing, here's what they are doing, and there's a disconnect. They may not be doing as much as I am. So I feel slighted. I feel like they're lazy, like they don't care. So that definitely does play a role here. And in this, it could even be in regards to other people. You know, maybe as a manager, you have four out of five people who are operating at a very similar level. And then you've got one person who's not. So what perceptions also come into play? And perhaps what unfair comparisons come into play as well. These can help us understand fundamentally what feeds into my belief that somebody is lazy, which again is important because it helps us understand the specific elements of it, if you will, the components that actually feed into this generalized statement of laziness. Because once we understand that, then it's much easier to again, actually start chipping away at it. 
one other question I'll throw out there is, how do you know they're lazy? Unless you're literally with them 24 seven, day in and day out and see what they're doing all the time. How do we know that they are truly lazy? If I am legitimately with somebody all the time and all they do is lounge around and watch TV and they never do what they need to get done or they're always missing deadlines, you know, you could say, hey, this person is lazy. They just don't do anything because I literally see it. But in the business world, especially today, where we are pretty much 100% remote still, there can be that perception of, I don't see that person, I don't know what they're doing, therefore they're lazy. Unless we actually witness what they are doing, do we truly know that laziness is the issue? Because in the workplace, it could very well be someone who's actually disengaged instead. It may not be laziness. It may be that they are disenchanted, they're disengaged, they don't see the value in putting a lot of effort because they're being treated unfairly. There's a lot more that can actually be at the core of what we see than someone being truly lazy. So I share that thought because it's also a great question to ask, because we can make this presumption that somebody is lazier, they just don't want to put the effort in. But there could be something that is legitimately feeding into it. I'm not saying this is the case that exists all the time in the workplace, but if you have a manager that yells at somebody, that belittles them, that is berating all the time, why would somebody continue to put effort forth for someone who treats them absolutely horrifically? That person, they're not lazy. They're disengaged. So what are the, th the contributing factors that come into play here? In addition to these questions we've asked, are there cultural differences that play a role here? And what I mean by that is the culture of the team, the culture of the organization. If it is, say, absolutely cutthroat, live or die, and no one helps anybody out, if you're somebody who does not jive with that, you're going to get disengaged. And that's the root cause versus somebody being truly lazy because they just don't want to work or put effort in. I know it's semantics, I know it's a fine line, but it's an important fine line to understand. So once we've gone through all of this and we've unearthed what's truly at the heart of what we are seeing from others and understanding the specific things that give us that impression that they are quote unquote lazy, then we're able to actually put forward a plan of action to help shift that. If it is somebody who is, let's say, truly lazy, meaning in this case, that they don't want to put effort forth, or they're just not going to put as much effort forth perhaps as somebody else or the rest of the team because of that perception with those four people, say, at this level and this one person at this level, 
part of the question can be, are they failing at their job? Are they not meeting what is expected of them? Because there can be that disparity where four people are operating, say, at an outstanding level, and this one person perhaps is operating at a satisfactory level. If they're meeting what they're intended to meet, but you've got high performers, that difference can cause us to believe perhaps that they're not putting more effort into it. But if they're actually legitimately meeting what they're being asked to do, then it's not a question of laziness. It's a question of perception and differentiators of personalities on the team. And so that's a very introspective question for us to ask ourselves as managers. Is somebody actually meeting what is expected of them? We often forget that we do have ratings in organizations for a very specific reason. And there's a reason why there is that, say, middle level. You know, you've got your sub-performance ratings, you've got your meets expectations or your satisfactory rating, and then you've got your above ratings. Not everybody has to be at those aboves. So am I perceiving somebody to be lazy because I'm comparing them to other people on the team? And if that's the case, what does their actual output and work product lead me to believe? Because if they are at that meets expectation le level, then they're actually not lazy. Now, if we objectively look at it and they are below it, then that does trigger additional actions we would take as managers. Typically, there is the conversations we have with them. There's the documentation. There's the coaching that goes with it in terms of clearly identifying areas that we would like to help them improve in, steps that they can take to do it, the help that we provide, the help maybe a mentor or a senior provides. Those types of things typically come after that. I would add into this beyond the quote unquote typical stuff that we do is what we talked about last time, having an actual conversation with them to understand what goes into it, what causes this quote unquote perception of, of laziness. Because when we truly understand from them, then it's much more easy to put together a unique plan of action that's gonna be right for them to help level up. That's on, let's just say, helping a person level up. If we perhaps find that it's a disengagement or a lack of motivation, it's a very similar tactic to what we just talked about. We leverage a lot of what we talked about last time. But if it's disengagement, that goes a lot further than just say the motivation piece. So what I'll say is the last episode of how do I get others to be as motivated as I am can help us more specifically address the quote unquote laziness case that's caused by say pure motivation. So I'll refer you to that episode. Because we've covered that, I wanna get into the disengagement piece. That disengagement piece is huge. It's estimated that about 34% of an annual salary is lost for companies due to disengaged employees. So if someone's making $100,000 just for easy math, you're losing $34,000 a year as an organization. That's the cost of disengagement. 
And that disengagement can come from a lot of different places. So again, from understanding the culture of the team, the individual, the disconnect or the connection there can help us unearth the disengagement. Having conversations with them as well can help us understand what goes into that disengagement. Are you forcing them to do something that they just truly do not enjoy? Are they forced to work with somebody that they really do not get along with? Have they been treated unfairly? Have they continually been passed up for promotions? There's a lot of different things that can go into disengagement. Have they put forth a lot of effort in the past and found that they always ran into roadblocks and hurdles and no matter what they've done or tried over an extended period of time, they just cannot make any headway. That's gonna disengage people. And that can give us the perception that they're lazy, that they don't care because they've stopped trying. But it's not laziness that's actually there, it's the disengagement piece that drives it. And rectifying that is the path to overcome this quote unquote laziness. So it's really not a simple one and done type of question because a lot of times, as I said earlier on today, we may characterize something as being lazy or someone as being lazy, but it's not pure laziness that's actually at the heart of it. We have to understand and open it up much more fruitfully to see what really is at the heart of it. What are the perceptions? What are the specific elements and characteristics that feed into that perception of laziness? And what is it that the other person truly feels and it has gone through and leads to what we see from them? That can make it much more easy to pinpoint what we can help them with to increase say, their productivity, increase their motivation, to increase their effort, to see them overcome what we characterize and call laziness that may actually not even be that at all. So very similar to our last episode in terms of motivating people, one of the very first steps is understanding what gives us this impression. What do we see from people? What really do we mean by lazy? What role do we play in our own, say, standards, production, level of efficiency versus theirs? What additional perception comes into play when we look at them versus other people that may feed into that perception of laziness? And what do we see by actually interacting with them? Or are we making assumptions because we're not around them? All these things can help us understand what feeds into this. And then once we understand that and have conversations with them, then we can move forward and help overcome this. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. And until the next time, be the movement in your life. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe to it. If you would like to also learn more about grit, give, recognize, implement time, my company, Strive for More, or myself, Stephen Nathanson, please email me at steve at striveformore.com. And that's strive, F-O-R, more.com. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or you could visit our website at www.striveformore.com. Thank you again for listening. And until next time, 
be the movement in your life.